Well, folks, it's June 12th. Again, it's been a considerable amount of time since I've been on here. Uh, work is just insane. I don't know because we're in a pandemic. Let me tell you what brought me to speak with you today. So, many, many, many moons ago, I was telling you guys about pissy pools. Well, um, and if you don't know what Pissy Pools is, go back and listen to the other podcast. But I explained to you guys some time ago that, you know, you're going to have these states that have been working their behinds off to hunker down, stay in their homes, follow the rules, lessen the exposure um, to the pandemic, just doing everything they possibly can to mitigate the spread of the disease. And then you have these, you know, crazy, crazily run states um, where they think that, you know, the pandemic just ain't real, right? Or that it ain't as bad as they say it is. Well, you guys remember I was saying, well, what's going to end up happening is we're going to, you know, have these areas where people have managed sickness very well, but then you're going to have somebody fly in from another state and introduce COVID back into that population. Well, guess what? Months later, there is a very qualified woman that I'll share her credentials with um, you after you hear exactly what she has to say. A very qualified woman who literally just said the same thing that I said two months ago. Take a listen. Lori, in terms of the um, options that we have as a country, you just said that we have basically no national policy and no coherent advice. I mean, we've seen the failures in terms of the CDC as a world-class organization um, become what it is right now. We've seen the White House leadership on this evaporate to a large extent. I mean, to the extent that it was wrong-headed, it's now just gone. We do see states sort of running around like chickens with their heads cut off, not knowing what to do. My question for you is this. As we see, you know, 83% hospital usage already in Arizona with the numbers still going up. As we see Texas, 42% rise in hospitalizations since Memorial Day. As we see Arkansas even worse than Texas along those lines. And we see the sort of strain that we're going to see on healthcare systems as this epidemic just does its thing. Do we have options for trying to respond in ways that are coherent and that will make a difference? that are along the same lines as the options that we had in February and March? Or have some of our options evaporated because our epidemic is mature and large now? And so, therefore, we can't do some of the things we might have otherwise done when it was in an earlier stage. I think our options for much of the country have indeed shrunk. Here in New York, where I am seated right now, um, we have brought this epidemic down to... um, a a really manageable, almost victorious level after more than 
eight weeks of the entire city being under shutdown uh, and a tremendous amount of sacrifice and hard work by literally tens of thousands of people. That needs to be mirrored around the country before, and by the way, we're only like gingerly going into phase one of opening this week. There are parts of the country that have never been on full lockdown, never brought their numbers down for any consistent period of time, and they're already going into phase three opening, meaning just about everything is going to be open, almost every kind of retail operation, almost all sorts of service operations, uh, uh, even reopening uh, travel uh, across uh, state lines and so on. I mean, this is just irrational. And I think, you know, here in New York, you're going to hit a point where you're going to hear a hue and cry from people who sacrifice so much, including their jobs and their kids going to school all these weeks. And now what? A traveler's going to come from Florida where those restrictions have all been lifted and reintroduce COVID to New York? Oh, how do you think New Yorkers will feel about that? You see, here's where the insanity is. We don't have a national strategy, Rachel. So what's going to happen as this evolves over the summer and the disappointment gets worse, the weather gets warmer, people really want to be at the beach, they want to be out and seeing one another, they're fed up with being under lockdown, you're going to start to see more and more animosity between states, more and more tension uh, within states across counties that have low levels versus counties with skyrocketing levels. Um, the kind of solidarity that is absolutely essential to conquering a disease like this is evaporating very fast before our eyes. Oh, I hate to say I told you so. But I fucking told you so. By the way, that was Lori Garrett. Um, she was one of the first people that started talking about how bad this pandemic was going to get back in February 2020. And everything that she predicted has come out absolutely true. She has written a book about pandemics. And I strongly suggest you get that read. And I strongly suggest that you figure out who Lori Garrett is. Um, she has won all kinds of prizes for her work as a scientist. And she has been spot on when it comes to the coronavirus. And I can't tell you how impressed I am with and humbled by how much I have learned as a health professional over the past couple of years, an operational health model administrator. Like, I'm humbled and I am grateful that I have this information because as bad as everyone wants to go back out, right, um, as bad as everyone wants to do their thing, it's just not the right thing, people. And unfortunately, I have another um, sneaky suspicion, an unfortunate suspicion that continues to kind of 
um, make my antennas perk up a bit. And that is while I am extremely happy that the world, not just the United States, but that the world is starting to see the injustices of the African-American, um, it's just Africans across the globe, right? That the world is starting to see it and starting to be vocal about it. You know, this time of us being vocal, what will that do to, you know, the African-American demographic um, sustainability, um, their lifeline, right? How, how does this impact us? How sick do we become because we felt so compelled to march on streets, right? What does this do to us? So I'm just going to say right at this, in this moment, and today is June 12th. I'm going to say in this moment that right around July 4th, we're going to get some real scary numbers about the amount of deaths that, that surged again. Um, and so that's a fair warning. It's an unfortunate warning. If you can manage to protest in ways that, d- that does not expose you, right, to people, that does not put you near and in front of people to, the, to a great degree, and, and especially if you have an underlying condition, figure out a different way to protest. I certainly have. I've figured out how to protest. I've figured out how to make my voice heard. And that is through my place of employment. Every single time I have a meeting, I start my meetings with a moment of silence. In addition to that, I have um, created and put forth ideas to my uh, company about what we can do to acknowledge that black lives matters and what kind of spaces can we create you know what kind of pathways and partnerships and philanthropic uh, philanthropic rather partnerships um you know that are out there that says that we support african americans and we honor them and we um know that 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 african americans lives matter so the 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 short of it is in in whatever way you can manage to do your protest um particularly if you have an underlying condition figure out a unique way to protest cuz i'm down for it i'm down for the cause i'm here all day for it i i i just have to caution that i see a sur a, a the the second surge happening in, in, in early July where we're going to see tons of deaths um, and tons of, of, of cases in the strangest places. Um, you know, Tulsa, Oklahoma has had an insane, um, in, in, in Lean Six Sigma, uh, we call that it is completely out of control. The way that it has spiked in cases, it is complete. There's no control in Tulsa, Oklahoma right now. Um, other places that are seeing really like 
crazy numbers happening in just a short amount of time as Texas and I warned y'all about Texas. In fact, I warned you all about every red state out there because those are the freaks that's going to keep this nation ill with this pandemic for a considerable amount of time. Warning.